Future Proof, the Cloud Payroll and HR podcast powered by Payspace. Future Proof is for forward thinkers with a cloud first strategy who want to eliminate inefficiencies, reclaim their time, and improve compliance. We interview apparel practitioner and HR leaders, business experts, to explore how they future-proof their business. A new way of moving fast on cloud technology to win their market from anywhere on any device. Stories about their highs and lows and actions they took in these times. Hosted by Tammy Lewitz and Heinrich Swanepoel. So welcome to another session of our podcast. We have an exciting guest joining us today and we're very excited to introduce her to you. So I'm going to hand over to Alicia and um, have her introduce herself. Welcome, Alicia. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much. And thank you for inviting us to your podcast. It's such an honor for Oracle. So I'm Alicia Mason. I'm co-director of Oracle Tech. And um, we've been running since 2007. My partner, Sharon, started the business and I partnered in with her in 2013. Super. And, and Alicia, just Oracle Tech, what do, you, what do you do, sort of the industry you're in, uh, and what does your job entail? Well, we are software financial technicians. Um, Sharon and I have been in the industry for a very long time, even before Oracle. Um, she used to be, well, we both were with Ritzy. And I've been in IT my whole life. Sharon was in accounting. So, yeah, it's a perfect merge. So we do technical and accounting. We provide our clients with the perfect software solution. So we often get called into clients who have never had software in their lives before, and we start them out, introduce them to software, structure them up, get them running. Uh, We're very passionate about getting our clients' books clean and up-to-date with legislation. Uh, when we first started, our core focus was on pastel accounting and pastel payroll desktop. So we actually recall having to drive out to clients back in the day. We'd have to, uh, they'd book us, would take two days to get there with all our stiffy disks, <laughs> back up their data, drive back to the office, restore it, do the fix, drive back. So that's as far back as when we started. Uh, we provide clients with software scoping, sales implementation, training, technical support, data corruptions, the big thing, um, data loss, uh, fraud investigations, SARS technical support, SARS submissions, amongst other financial software-related activities. And then we also registered tax technicians with SARS. Quite a mouthful. Not to give away sort of your age, um, but on Oracle, the name Oracle, and it's something that sort of a lot of us in, I want to say, the sales space have come across. Why Oracle Tech? Well, when we first started, um, we got the CC Oracle Accounting, which is a win. Um, but we was trading as Circle Consult. And then when I joined, uh, we changed it over to Oracle Accounting, which is a CC's name. From there, our business coach last year, he said, let's take the word accounting out because we're not accountants. In fact, we do support accountants. So um, we decided to change it to tech, which is exactly what we are. We technicians. And the word oracle is, is such a powerful word. It uh, represents goddess, the source of all knowledge, which resonates fine with oracle with us. Super. That is so awesome. I love that naming convention. <laughs> Thank you. That's very you. cool. 
That is very, very cool. And especially sort of ladies leading the business. Um, you don't see a lot of women in IT, especially sort of tech. Um, from an accounting yes. side, they do play a role. Um, but it's it's good to see and it's good to hear. So, Alicia, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I think sort of a question that's common on our podcast is just to ask people, especially your business, and you've seen clients migrate from sort of on-premise and desktop, et cetera, is as a technology business, you've probably had a, a cloud strategy ever since sort of you've seen cloud adoption in, in Africa or in South Africa specifically. Does Oracle Tech have a, a cloud strategy? Yes, we do. And, um, you know, it started quite far back. Although we, we started with TeamViewer. That was our first move. That was ages ago. So we started doing remote support. Uh, we thought we would lose touch with our clients, um, but actually it's been better because they get support quicker. Um, it's just streamlined our business. The clients are happier. Um, so we started there. Uh, we've been investigating cloud software for just over three years, and we continue to do so. The first step for us is to find the right software. There are so many different cloud software apps out there, and we've got such an extensive variety of clients. We need to ensure that we've got the right software that caters for all of them. You know, it's pointless um, providing 50 different packages. So we've assessed various accounting and payroll client solutions, and we've identified what works for us at the moment. One of them is PaySpace um, on the payroll side. It's our favorite. And um, we've moved quite a few clients over to a pay space. We've, it's been seamless. We've had no issues. Uh, it's very versatile software. So we are moving all our clients over to cloud slowly but surely. I think the big question there, Heinrich, is there's a lot to consider when you're looking at the ideal software. You've got to look at the stability of the software. Does the, uh, the provider have the resources available? Is the software versatile and user-friendly? So those are the main things we're looking at. Well, those are quite important. And especially as you've mentioned, you don't want to lose touch with your clients just because they've moved to a cloud environment. So that's very important to keep both um, structures similar and also have that same almost business view on, you know, maintaining a customer support service. And um, Alicia, for you, what has been the biggest change, especially focusing on, um, you know, moving your customers over from um, a legacy software solution to a cloud software solution? What are those changes? Well, the changes are, you know, there's not too much change. Um, If anything, it's been, it's more of a positive change for the client. Um, Most of the time we find our clients are quite resistant. They don't want change. Um, they're not open to it. So when we, the ones that we have moved across, they're embracing it. They're loving it. It was just the most, um, the biggest obstacle we had was getting them to want to make that change. Um, but otherwise, we find it far easier to implement onto from a desktop software to the cloud um, than to create a whole new company on desktop. It's really a lot easier. Mm. And staying sort of that agnostic, because I think sort of you're servicing quite a uh, vast different source of clients. And like you say, sort of that yeah. change management and that adoption is different from client to client, depending on the user you're interacting with. So you need to sort of have that agnostic mindset when you're sitting in front of them you're and then sort of explain them um, the information. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I don't know if you recall last year during the uh, we had we we all got hit by ransomware in July. Well, a whole lot of our database, including Oracle, we thought we were very secure because we were on a virtual server and we got cloud backups and and all that. Um, but unfortunately, we lost all our outsourcing data. Our clients lost their data. One of them was a company that provides cleaners to our government hospitals. And we had one week, and this is during the rights as well, to move that big client over to a software, a different software. Um, option was they stay on their desktop, and we had to recreate um, their data from March all the way through to July. Um, option two was to move to the cloud. Uh, they were very reluctant. They fought us, <laughs> but um, we insisted on it, and we moved them over to PaySpace. You know that I got a call from them in January saying that it was the best move ever. Everything's more automated. This that waste less time on mundane processes like payroll runs. Those URF electronic declarations. They also pay, and the clients forget to send them. And we usually get a phone call from um, Dole, or there's an audit. And then we have to go and resend all those declarations, find all the data. PaySpace does that for you. Auto, it's automatically. Also, the software updates, all that. So um, with us, you know, when we moved in July, it was the best thing ever. Now we've got that peace of mind. Uh, we don't have to worry about anything, software updates. The only thing that is, is a bit of a, a thing for Oracle, which we've had to think about, is we've obviously losing a lot of technical support. The clients would rely heavily on us for data corruption fixes and, and network issue fixes. We don't have that business coming in on our client clients. But it's okay because now we've got more time to open up to new clients. Before, we were quite resource heavy. And and just going back to sort of that um, corruption of the database, what went through your mind? What was sort of <laughs> when when they told you the the data was corrupted, it, it's like, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's probably getting poisoned. Or, or what was sort of that feeling and, and just going through that, if you can... Delve a little bit deeper. We, it's not a new thing to us. We've been doing this for so long. Uh, the desktop software gets corrupted, um, and it could be a network issue. It could be, you know, we're having power surges. Um, our problems with ESCOM at the moment are also not helping. So we get often we get data corruptions. It's very expensive for the client to fix. Sometimes it takes three hours. Sometimes it takes 30 hours to fix a corruption. Um, and all it is is the data not pulling through from the server to the workstation and back again. So we'll have entries out of balance. We then have to go in the background and, and fix that, find the problems and fix it. So data corruptions for any company is a huge problem. And during that, there's downtime as well. They cannot work while the data is corrupt. So yeah, um, when we lost our data last year, it was a panic. And I think where I caught a wake up was we've got all our accounting on zero right now. We Oracle moved over to zero. And it was so easy for me to just switch on my PC, my new PC, log on to Google, open up my zero and carry on working. And I thought, well, why aren't I doing this with the payroll? Let's let's move it to PaySpace. And that's where we started. That's quite spectacular. And I think to go through that mind shift where I think people are always very hesitant when anything is in the cloud, especially uh, looking at your payroll, even accounting environments, it's a little bit more of a conservative environment. So that's always yes. a, a change to or a challenge to manage that change over as well. 
Alicia, you mentioned right in the beginning and kind of gave away how old all of us are that we understood what a stiffy still is. (laughs) Um, I think for our younger generations, we might have to have a little Q&A afterwards. (laughs) Um, But looking at that whole process and, and carrying that backups and that data, what was that process like for you on a server or even a desktop environment compared to your cloud environments? Have you in, um, do you have any horror stories to tell us about um, backups or anything like that, especially looking at recovering data? Yo, I, I actually, I've got so many. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to start. I've got so many. We've, we've honestly, we've had clients that have lost all their data for like 10 years. We've had clients that have had fires, laptops are stolen. You know, we've got um, the backup cloud solution that we use with the desktop software, and it's not foolproof. So um, as an example, the client will lose their data, we'll make contact with the backup provider and they'll say to us, well, we've been sending their mails for the last six months saying their backups are failing and the client hasn't done anything about it. So the last data, the last backup we had is six months ago or a year ago, So, which is another thing. So um, like us, we were paying about eight and a half grand for a virtual server and we thought we were secure. No, you're not secure. Um, if you got your client backup provider, you need to check those emails every day. You're still not a hundred percent secure. You, you'd have to take actually a backup of your data, take it off the office every day, um, lock up your safe at home, then bring it back the next day to take another backup. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, I can't compare the difference between that and cloud at all by any means. Also, we get clients that call us um, just to do the updates on the software, on the desktop software, which is uh, on the payroll side, probably on a monthly or um, bi-monthly basis. So we've got to do those updates for it. We charge to do the updates um, with PaySpace pay updates every Sunday. So that's another thing you don't need to worry about. Um, I, I actually can't think of a single, you know, another, another thing to talk about is if you've got a big payroll, I'd say over 300 employees, so when you do your payroll run rollover on a desktop software, it sometimes takes between 15 minutes and half an hour to run that. On PaySpace, the rollover is a second. So you just can't compare in terms of time. Mm. And, and like you said, uh, I think there is a change in business, especially sort of being consulting businesses. Uh, and, and predominantly, I, I think a lot of software businesses in South Africa is consulting-based businesses, whereas a lot of cloud adoption has meant that clients now become a little bit more so- self-sufficient, but it gives also the owners and, and the, the companies more time to maybe focus more on the client's specific needs as well as then grow their business because it's um, always yeah. been sort of a juggling act in balancing those clients and, and focusing on them because you've got limited time. Um, but it's also been sort of a change management um, internally yes. from a business perspective. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, uh, a question that is always relevant is sort of COVID and COVID happening and wor- working remotely. Has, has your sort of um, working policy changed? Really, because uh, we gave the staff, our staff the option to work remotely. And we expected some of them to come back and say, no, we'd like to work remotely. But all of them felt that our customer level of service would drop. And we wanted to alleviate any frustrations for our customers. 
You know, it's you call SARS or you call any of the call centers. Most of the staff are working from home. The calls get dropped. It's very frustrating for the client. We didn't want our customers to go through that. So we've got our social distancing in place in our offices. And um, I think the only thing that the pandemic made very apparent to us is that if you are on client software and all you need to do is just log onto the cloud and carry on working, there's no mess, there's no fuss. Um, and during the lockdown, we had to move many of the clients' data from the servers onto their laptops. And that's very risky and not secure. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's funny you sh- should say that sort of, um, I want to say sort of call there speaking to somebody, sometimes you they get in the back. And, and there's a level of, uh, I want to say, service that you still need to maintain in these times and sort of making sure that there's not somebody walking into the room or yelling or dogs barking. It is normal. And, and I think there was a time where you could have excused people for that. But I think we've gone now by that stage where we sort of get that professionalism back. Um, and, yes. it's, and it's the yeah. end of the day, sort of a business. We're servicing clients out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, we, we've had it all here. We've had people with their kids <laughs> screaming in the background. And, you know, we all have lives and we all have personal lives. It's, it's you know, it's acceptable. Uh, it's just it doesn't fit our company dynamic, unfortunately. I think that's something that PaySpace is also quite proud of, is keeping that level of professionalism as well even though yes. life happens and we're all just human, but at the end of the day, you Absolutely. are rendering a service. <laughs> well, 100%. Alicia, I've come to my favorite question. I always like asking this question um, and we ask this for all our guests joining us. If you had to describe payroll or even in your environment, your um, business environment in one word, what would that word be? Pay space. What more do I need to say? <laughs> <laughs> and you like that one, hey? Yeah, it's, it's like boom. It's the first. Stephanie Pace face. That is fantastic to hear. No, thank you so much, Alicia. Um, thank you for your time. Yeah. No and, problem. Um, if I somebody just, wanted to get yeah. hold of Alicia, how, how did I get a hold of Oracle Tech? Uh, okay, our number is 087-350-0437 and our website's www.oracletech.com. And then we're on all the social media sites as well. Super. Thank you so much. My pleasure. <laughs>